What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Booth, your go-to podcast for all things pertaining to events, where we literally have you covered from A to E. Yes, I said A to E, not A to Z. So if this is your first time joining us, let me break it down for you. A, if you're an attendee. B, if you're a bride. C, if you're a coordinator. D, if you're a DJ. E, everybody else, we have you covered. So like I said, from A to E, I'm your host, Marcus. And if you haven't already done so, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, share this with a friend or two or ten. Trust me, it will go a very long way, especially if you know they're thinking about planning an event in the very near future. So let's dive into today's episode, shall we? All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. This one, I'm a little spruced up today because this one to me is a fun topic just to deal with. And I know we've been kind of hitting some business topics and things that could be taken both from the event side of it and, and even from like a practical business standpoint side of it. But today's just going to be flat out just about fun. And what better way to talk about fun than to talk about how to actually dress for the event, just for success, just for the occasion, whatever you want to call it. I'm probably going to call this podcast just for the occasion. But that's something that I know that especially when I was first starting out, you had that question in your mind, like, how, what am I supposed to wear? How am I supposed to dress for this? It's a wedding. So should I be all suited up, Uh, (laughs) you know, suit sports jackets or suit jacket and nice button down shirt and tie and of course slacks and dress shoes and then you get there and you see the photographers running around in jeans and polo shirts or jeans and like a button up you're like I'm feeling a little overdressed (laughs) the the caterers coming over in their you know stuff that they can get dirty in while they're cooking and stuff florists are showing up in like just nice casual things because they're there before the event and then they're there after the event so therefore the people of the event don't get to see them but i'm like for as a dj why am i why why do i have to dress well let's just let's just talk about dressing for today because dressing is a very important factor even if you're an attendee it is a very important factor um if the event warrants it you should have an idea of what the expectation level is. So go back and check out my episode about managing expectations to really understand what you're walking into. Um, Brides, what kind of vibe you want to have. I've been to some weddings and I partake, participated in some weddings where they've been very nice and formal or they've been semi or they've been business casual. Um, and other ones where they've just been like everybody's been in cowboy boots and jeans and, you know, button down collared shirt. And you're like, what, what, <laughs> what are we supposed to go with with here? And, you know, what type of colors are we talking about? If you look at like coastal theme type weddings, people are typically more like in lighter colors, more pastels or lighter blues um, to coincide with the event. Even wearing shorts or or. Um, or like cargo shorts or khaki shorts, um, sandals or going barefoot. Cause typically if they're on the sand, then you're not exactly going to be trying to wear, you know, your, your finest shoes or your nicest high heels. So even from an attendee standpoint, m- knowing what you're walking into, what you should dress up as is very important. And I know that it can go a long way. And if you're a vendor, trust me when I say, if you ever do a themed event, save that stuff (laughs) if you ever do a a themed event always save it because you never know if you will ever actually need it again um this was a lesson i learned actually before i started djing and just when i was working in the nightclub there were times where we did like an 80s night and so you know trying to figure out what 
personifies 80s and how did 80s look like and so you know you're going to party city and i'm spending like 150 bucks at party city on um fake kango hat and fake um uh, um uh, bold gold chains and stuff like that to kind of embody basically what certain parts of the 80s look like or you know what are you gonna do for the 90s or if you're doing like a 2000s or even a 70s you know if you get those like afro wigs always like have a have a box in your in your closet or in your storage facility or in your office where you just kind of stash that stuff because you never know when you're going to need to break it up. So with that being said, whenever you do a themed event, it is important that for the theme to really feel even more encompassing is that if you as a vendor actually dress for the theme if it's an Alice in Wonderland you pick out your favorite person you figure out you know first of all you talk to the 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 coordinator or the person who's putting on the event find out how they want to let they want to lay out everything what the what the vibe is going to be if there's like certain areas that's pertaining to certain things and then dress that part so if we're talking about doing an Alice in Wonderland type theme then you might just be the Mad Hatter, you know, rock out with a big hat and, you know, just different colors and larger than life type of personality one while you're out there DJing for this event. Or if there's somebody else that you're you're doing, you know, if you're like the Chester cat, like whatever, just find out what that is and kind of play into it accordingly. I, I mentioned in a previous episode, like when we're talking about uplighting and really drawing the event to get everybody really encompassed and involved if you did like a wizard of oz type theme and you know that where the dj is going to be is like basically quote-unquote emerald city then you want it to be basically like the wizard or the man behind the curtain um if you're the photographer you know you may want to be somebody who traveled more than just one particular area of wizard of oz whether it be a flying monkey whether it be um i can't think of any of the characters right now (laughs) but just finding those things um even if it's one of the main four um the the cowardly lion or the tin man or the scarecrow or you know dorothy herself well let the host be thor let the host reserve to be dorothy whatever it may be like just lack into it and then go for it and then as you're putting on the event make sure it's communicated and expressed that hey this is going to be an X, Y, Z type theme. Feel free to dress accordingly. One of the funnest events I ever had the privilege of DJing was the 80s night. And I mean, they went all in. I mean, first of all, I was like kind of nervous. So I was like, uh, I had my, I had my, uh, my backup change of clothes just in case. But I came, you know, 80s ready, 80s inspired. Uh, but just in case I was going to be looking to fool, then, you know, I had my jeans and a decent shirt, <laughs> um, in the car ready to go if I would need it. But no, I pulled up and the host was decked out 80 wise. I mean, the colors was 80 wise, the layout of stuff, the graffiti art, they had little Rubik's cubes on all the tables as part of the centerpieces. Um, and it was just like so much fun from start to finish the photographer was dressed like madonna from a couple of her like early videos um 
and and so it made the it, one it made the time fly by it was only like two and a half hours i think two three two and a half three hours but it made it fly by so fast because it was so fun because it was it was a it was a you know a a transportation through time that really got everyone encompassed to really enjoy themselves. Now, I've also seen situations and had similar experiences where we're like, okay, this is going to be, you know, X, Y, Z type thing. This is the theme. So please, you know, dress accordingly and you show up and like, nobody's dressed up. Everybody's just casual. It's like the place may look like the, the theme that they, was mentioned, but Everyone else is still in their modern day attire. And then you feel, you kind of feel bad because it kind of isolates some people when they show up. Hey, this is supposed to be the theme. And they come in dressed, ready to go. And it's like, oh, no. Okay, so I'm all decked out and geared out, you know, in the theme. And everyone's in casual clothes. I feel so awkward. How fast can I get out of here? I mean, if... You want to like a visual representation, pull up that episode of The Office where um, Kelly's having that that uh, that that hollow party or something like that. And so everybody's like semi dress or pajama party, whatever. And Michael's uh, his his uh, his girlfriend shows up in a cheerleading outfit like she she's kind of the odd woman out like she's not dressed properly for the occasion. And, And I'm sure that we've all had those moments where we we can relate to feeling a little bit out of it as far as like oh or a little out of place in terms of what the event says or shows or embodies so it's important to dress appropriately for the affair for the event now this is a that's a very fun one of course when we're talking about themes 80s, 90s, 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 70s, uh, 60s, um, you know, Wizard of Oz, Grease, um, you know, pick a pick a movie, pick a pick a theme, and then there you go. On a much more in a much more serious note, you have to again, if you're dealing with something corporate, then you have to dress professionally. You have to come in ready to go, looking like a business owner. If you're a photographer, a DJ, if you're uh, the bartender, if you're um, just supplying the chairs and tables, whatever you know role you may be facilitating, you come in dressing professionally, looking like a business person if this is a corporate affair. So you may not be necessarily garnered in, you know, a full-blown suit or as as uh, someone I look up to says, call it the penguin suit, but you still want to be mindful. Like you're in slacks, not jeans. You're in, you know, dress shoes, um, comfortable dress shoes. You're in a button-down shirt, a collared button-down shirt. Um, you may be sporting a tie. Ladies, I mean, lady, this is where I'm a little jealous because ladies have so much more flexibility when it comes to business casual as far as what you're able to pull out. It's not like either business casual or you're in a dress. Like, this is one area for certain where women definitely have a nice advantage um, as far as the fluidity in which they can dress 
to be casuals to business casual to you know formal and a blink um you know just nice slacks on a, a nice slacks and a blouse on a woman but you want to turn it up a notch just she just throws on a blazer and then she's good to go like <laughs> guys you gotta be like oh no we're in a polo shirt well polo this is not gonna work so let's go now i gotta go switch and go with a button down and uh nice jeans aren't gonna work so i gotta go with and find you know some nice slacks so you want to basically fit and look as professional as possible without being too overbearing because you still want to be semi inconspicuous and that's just how it is because like you're not a guest you're not a participant you're not an attendee so you're not trying to necessarily fit in fully with the the corporate function but you still want to be able to float throughout the corporate function to perform your duties as needed um if like i said if this is a corporate affair it's kind of more formal then yeah people may be walking around serving hors d'oeuvres rocking rocking like penguin rocking with the with the the white um caterers top and like you know black slacks to you know with the tray in hand and towel with walking around and offering drinks and 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 um giving people hors d'oeuvres now granted given the current state of affairs not sure how that's going to really pan out but nonetheless you kind of get the imagery now going back to weddings now this is one where i've had numerous debates with multiple colleagues of mine in various fields i've had this conversation with many djs i've had this conversation with many photographers many videographers many florists uh, many brides after the fact and so <laughs> I've had a lot, this uh, major, major conversation because this is one area I do have a little bit of a gripe. I, li- I do have a little ought against my fellow vendors <laughs> as a DJ. So when it comes to a wedding, this is where someone that I look up to and admire respect, who's been in the game a very, very long time, basically illustrated how as DJs, we still need to look very very nice and at least business casual when we're doing most weddings because even though we're quote-unquote kind of behind the scenes roughly at some point we do become part of the focus whether it be when those those key dances are happening sometimes the best angle that the photographer was able to get happens to be right in front of the DJ booth. So it all has to look good. Um, if you're DJing slash MCing and you step from behind the booth, like all eyes are drawn over to you. So you have to look good. Um, there's other areas where we are the facilitator or we are just kind of not just there anymore, but we're the ones drawing attention even if it's the dismissal of the tables to be to go through the buffet line, unless they're being served, you know, if we're running the mic from, you know, from the DJ booth over to whomever's saying grace or whoever's doing the toast, like eyes are still somewhat on you. So you have to look nice because you're not just in the background. You are actually a part of this event that's taking place. 
which is not fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it and I'm going to complain a little bit, but not too much. But yes, it's not fair because then you show up and I see, you know, my photographer friends and people that I've worked with multiple times in various photography events through you know various events when they're operating as the photographer. They're dressed in nice, you know, nice jeans, a decent shirt, not a T-shirt, but like a decent shirt, not necessarily like a, a collar button down. Uh, sometimes they're just in a, a polo, um, but they're like more more business casual or or something along those lines. Because why they are in the background. And if we're being downright honest, they're the ones that's getting down and dirty, sometimes literally um, to get those epic shots like they're on their knees they're laying down they're um you know standing and leaning on crazy angles to capture those moments so they need to be a little bit more comfortable they need to be a little bit more um dressed in a way it lets them to do their job um both comfortably and just candidly just they just got to be able to do it so yeah Fortunately, from a DJ standpoint, you gotta gotta dress, you gotta dress, you gotta dress up when it comes to wedding. Now, attendees, on the other hand, like I mentioned earlier, it really boils down to the overall style, the theme of the of the wedding. You know, if we're talking about a you know backyard at a friend's house type of affair, then yeah, you know, people aren't necessarily gonna be showing up just to the nines. Um, but if we're talking about a, a elegant venue a very well-established venue you know indoor and or outdoor then yeah dress is going to be a little bit more finer finer tuned um i mentioned where i've done one where people were basically dressed in jeans and cowboy boots and um a range a variety of tops now i've been other ones where like they were at a very prestigious venue and as such everyone was just like super duper well super duper formal but then again when they did the money dance they were also dropping super duper big dollars and i'm not talking about a bunch of ones <laughs> add a couple zeros to that one they were dropping benjamins like crazy and i'm like why am i only getting paid a couple hundred dollars for this mm. <laughs> it's like can i invite all of you can i get married again and invite all of you to my wedding because yeah so <laughs> It really does depend on where we're talking. It depends on the location. It depends on the style. It depends on the, the vibe, the theme, the feel of the overall affair. So it really, really, really doesn't matter. As long as it's properly communicated and expectations are managed, how to dress, how for everyone to show up and to have it encouraged because I also know when you know you're you're going shopping you're at party city you're combing through your closet you're contacting a friend or going to your parents house and if you can borrow some of their clothes during that time frame because you weren't alive then I know and then you're like super duper like feeling cautious of you I'm sorry not cautious you're very conscientious of how you look, especially when you're going to the venue, especially when you're going to the event, like, am I going to be the only one that's like showing up in this Afro and like glittery gold top 
and bell bottoms or <laughs> or when I get there, are people going to be looking the same way? And, you know, you won't really know until you get there. But one thing that is a and it is a diminishment when those expectations aren't communicated. And so people are encouraged to come and to dress. But yet when they get there, like nobody's dressed, nobody's looking nice. Um, I've done father daughter dances where, you know, the dads and the daughters, I mean, the daughters were dressed very, very nice in these really, really cute and elegant gowns. And the dad shows up, you know, in a nice suit, you know, escorting his daughter there. And then you look across the room and you see like another dad just like in some jeans and a T-shirt. Um, you see another couple. You see another dad like just chilling in some shorts and some flip flops. Um, you're like, bruh, <laughs> this is a father daughter ball. And the key word of that is a ball. So every item that was listed as far as like every correspondence of promotion said that this is a ball. This is a gala. And so, hey, yeah, we get the girls all dressed up, but the guys like don't. And I have so much respect for all the dads that ever showed up to a father daughter dance, you know, in a very, very nice suit because you're setting the tone for how you want your daughter to be, you know, picked up in a dress when it's no longer father daughter ball. But now we're talking about senior prom. Now we're talking about homecoming. You know, now we're talking about winter formal, you know. When she gets to that level, when she gets to that age, you've already set the precedent from the entire time when she was growing up through elementary school and maybe a little bit of middle school, escorting her to these things properly. And it sets a proper tone versus, you know, breeding more self-consciousness of, okay, am I dressed well? Like, how's everybody looking? Got to really got to coordinate. Because if you think about it, kids are like, kids are, are infamous at this they are really really good at this they call all their friends they're making sure everybody knows what everybody's wearing they know what color they're wearing they're wearing what style shoes they're wearing they know every tidbit of like how they're going to go so they're not just necessarily coordinated as in dress but there is that peer comfort knowing that everyone's going to be looking alike and they even go shopping together now when you're a grown adult that that goes away Let's just be real. So now you're kind of playing it by ear or you're winging it. And one thing that always helped me like not to wing it comes down to the fact that I'm communicating. Um, when I work at the nightclub, I'm communicating with my coworkers. Like, hey, yo, bro, like, what are you wearing? P, what you wearing? C, what you rocking? And just like talking to, to my coworkers, both, you know, male and female, finding out how they're coming in. And then they're kind of like giving me an idea. Oh, I'm leaning towards this role or this. And then source when I get there. Then it's like, now it's, oh, that's what you, okay, okay. Now you definitely feel good and affirmed knowing that you're in the right, you're, you are on the right track, but it alleviated a lot of that anxiety beforehand because we had communication prior. And so it's not just about the promotion, promotional, um, promotional information leading up to the event, but it's also kind of that communication before the event directly to the attendees, to the vin- to the vendors, to I mean think about it, even going back to a wedding. The bridesmaid know the bridesmaids know what the bridesmaids wearing. Like we're all wearing these powder blue dresses. Just kidding, please don't wear powder blue. Uh we're all wearing rocking these, you know, polka dot pink and yellow bridal gowns. We're all rocking, you know, these basically style of shoes, you know, uh 
CC, I know you're pregnant, but you know, you're still, we got a good size for you. Everybody's rocking this. Same with the groomsmen. Everybody knows what kind of, basically the style of the suit or the tux that everybody's wearing. Like it's very, a coordinated effort. That same level of coordination has to at least be somewhat communicated throughout the rest of your team, the other vendors, the attendees, so that when they walk up, everyone knows exactly kind of roughly where to dress, roughly where it's going. Um, I know, now this is one area where guys have an advantage because guys can really just dress up really, really nicely and then take off the the jacket or lose the tie roll up their roll up the sleeves and now they're more business casual women if they show up in this nice like elegant dress you're kind of in that nice elegant dress <laughs> unless you're unless you've planned accordingly and you have that backup outfit in the car and i always recommend especially um anybody really just having that backup outfit in the car uh women f- from being from a married man i definitely strongly recommend because i've learned uh, seeing my wife go through this always have that backup pair of shoes and then those comfy pairs of shoes so you have like your heels that look really really nice they look hot they look amazing you have your comfy still semi-dress shoes that you can change midway through the event but when basically the event's just about over yeah you have those nice casual really really comfy shoes even if they're slippers that you're finishing the night off in or you're just changing as soon as you get in the car so at least when you get in the car you still have like your feet are comfortable because <laughs> women I, I i get it i appreciate you i respect you all so much um but that's just a little tidbit there guys don't be afraid to do the same thing you know if you're going to the event and you're rocking your stacy adams you know stacy adams are a very very nice quality got a good leather to it they look good but you know like they're not the best for standing a long period of time or maybe even dancing on the dance floor for a long period of time you know have those those slippers or those those tennis shoes you know in the car chilling ready as a backup in case your feet start hurting because trust me guys let's be real sometimes our dogs are barking i understand i get it so don't be don't be you know afraid to have that backup pair of shoes yourself and again that's why it's always good to also have that that backup that um that backup outfit because if you're you're there and you're setting up and you're 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 part of the community that's putting this event and bringing it together, then you know you're dressed for the occasion. Now you don't want to look like the Wicked Witch of the West when it's time to tear down. If it's a Wizard of Oz theme, I don't know why I'm a Wizard of Oz, but <laughs> you know you don't want to look. You know you don't want to still be in your 1920s flappers dress and style if it's a great Gatsby theme when you're when it's time to tear down like you want to be in nice something you want to be in some sweats a big oversized shirt you want to be comfortable as you're you know tearing all the stuff down and packing it up at the end of the night because you got to clear the venue in like 45 minutes I mean it's always funny because when you set up and you have hours on hours to get set up before guests arrive and all the stuff but like by the time the guests like get out and leave and the event's over, you are roughly down to about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to tear down, pack up, and leave and act like you were never even there. So, dress for the occasion. This is how you dress for success. Um, And have fun with it. 
embrace it. Uh, to be honest, like part of just the fun and kind of give you an example, I'm intentionally not going back and editing this podcast, uh, this episode and just kind of like taking out some of my flubs and some of my, um, hiccups in the audio intentionally on this one because it's like it's ultimately about having fun it's ultimately about you know just enjoying the moment enjoying the event and it does you know kind of turn into a production but it's still have fun still have fun with it so if you know you come dressed like fully prepped and decked out then be dressed and fully prepped and decked out now the last category i didn't talk about because now that i'm thinking about it is that if you're talking about your djing for like a high school for like a winter formula for prom you that is a conversation as a vendor you need to have with the school with the pta with the administration because they may insist that you show up dressed formal Dress, you know, to the nines, just like they want the students to be dressed to the nines and just like the chaperones are going to be dressed to the nines. But if they're like, oh, no, 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 the, the students, they're dressed to the nines. Chaperones are more like, you know, casual or business casual. Um, so you can come however you feel comfortable. Then that's when you can really gauge it and say, hey, play safe, go business casual, play risky, go a little more casual, a little more casual if it will help you be comfortable in doing your job that much better. So. It boils down to communication, managing those expectations. Um, and for more on that, just go check out those previous podcasts. And then showing up and not being afraid to let go and have fun. That's the biggest point. Have fun. Every, if you've ever been to like Disneyland, for example, you know, you don't see the the characters out in Disneyland looking, you know, Moana out around Disneyland or or um the 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 bad guy from from um uh the princess and the frog, you don't see them, you know, riding out in the mountain and kind of like pouting and looking out of place, despite the fact that everybody's like either in Mickey Mouse ears or in sweatshirts or in jeans and they're dressed a very particular way. You know, you don't see the, the princesses, you know, upset or irritated that they're, you know, Belle, Belle is Belle and wearing her yellow dress and Snow White is Snow White and rocking her dress and um, Elsa is rocking her blues. You know, even if it's 105 degrees outside, you know, you don't see them grumping and mining and, and complaining and you're like, well, that's right. They better not be. They're getting paid for it as a vendor. So are you keep that in mind. So are you. So that's the theme. If it's a Disney theme, show up as Disney. If it's a, if it's a Magic Mountain theme, show up as a Looney Tunes character. If it's, a, <laughs> if it's a Great Gatsby theme, come rock in 1920s. If it's a decades theme, come rock in that decade. If it's a carnival thing, research carnival, show up looking carnival. So anyway, I hope this inspires. I hope this gives you guys some good ideas um, as far as like what you can kind of look at. And if you already do- haven't done so, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow. I got so much content coming you guys' direction. I'm having a lot of fun with this podcast. I hope you're having fun too. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Tell a friend or two or five or 50. Really appreciate it. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.